Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kiran Mack. Don't forget to please like this video and subscribe to the channel or the podcast. So let's just jump into all of today's top stories. We can start off today with the daily COVID numbers. Uh, we had 7,058 confirmed infected uh, people along with 75 deaths. That is a record high of cases in Thailand for a single day and a record high of deaths for a single day. So we have broken all records for Thailand in the last year and a half. And that's going to bring me into my next story. The CCSA to consider lockdown proposals for Greater Bangkok. The Public Health Ministry on Thursday proposed that maximum and strictly controlled areas be put under lockdown for 14 days. This lockdown will be like the one imposed in April last year and will include the closure of most high-risk venues and prohibit people from going outdoors or travelling beyond provinces. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, CCSA, said it will consider the lockdown proposals on Friday. As of May 15, Bangkok, Nantaburi, Patumtani and Samat Prakan have been listed as maximum and strictly controlled areas. So a lot of people probably know, or, and if you don't, the numbers in Thailand have now been exponentially increasing each and every day. Uh, today we hit an all-time record high for cases and an all-time record high for deaths. And that was after yesterday's all-time record highs. Um, it is... Uh, a case that nothing the government has done has worked, but it's all been too little. And unfortunately, uh, their lack of experience, their lack of knowledge has led to this. And of course, uh, doing absolutely nothing has led to this as well. Um, it seems that the government have been ran by big business who have been allowed to continue while, you know, the medium and the lower income people are the ones that have suffered it's just not right what's been going on big business seem to be controlling the country right now and uh, the government seem to uh, be just uh, you know doing whatever they're told to do um, why a massive shopping center that can fill thousands of people is open while a small little restaurant with 50 percent occupancy inside cannot open why a 7-eleven is open but again, yet a small restaurant is not open. Well, because your backers, who owns these big shopping centers, who owns uh, 7-Elevens, this is the problem right now within this country. Now, it's time that the Prime Minister put his big boy trousers on and start to take control of the situation. It is getting out of hand. And from my reading on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and, and different parts, and different social media, people do not mind having to do the lockdown. They want it done, if anything. And they want it done strictly, and they want it done for two weeks to break this cycle of COVID infections. Thailand's dominant strain now is the Delta variant, and it is a lot more transmissible than the previous strains that we had. But yet, they've done nothing. They've actually loosened restrictions rather than increased them as cases have gone up. I'm not sure there's any country in the world who've handled the situation like this. Hats off to them at the beginning. They did a very good job. But this year, they have gone completely downhill and has nearly acted as if um, they don't care what happens. But the problem with all that is their inaction has led to people dying and getting sick. 
and each day they dither dally about more people die and more people get sick and this needs to be taken seriously and dealt with two weeks of lockdown is worth it if in two months time we have COVID under control and they're slowly starting to reopen the country again and the plan to reopen in October looks like it could actually happen but right now I'm going to be frank and honest the idea of opening in October while cases surge is not going to happen in actual fact what's going to happen to Thailand is they're going to get put on red list in the European Union United States and other countries and tourists just won't be able to travel there and that's what will really happen soon if they don't handle the situation so fingers crossed something positive is going to come from this they're going to take action they're going to deal with this once and for all and you know there'll be more light at the end of the tunnel for Thai, Thai people and expats who are all living here First COVID infection discovered. A man from the United Arab Emirates who arrived in Phuket with a tour group on Tuesday was found to be infected with COVID-19 according to the provincial governor. He is the first tourist found with the virus since the province was reopened on July 1 under the Phuket Sandbox scheme, he said. The provincial health office reported that a sample swab was taken from the tourist on his arrival at Phuket International Airport on Tuesday before he went to his hotel. Between 10 and 11 p.m., the test result came out positive. Health officials immediately informed the manager of the hotel and took the tourists to a hospital for treatment. Other tourists in the same group had been placed in 14-day quarantine at a hotel provided by the province for observation and COVID-19 testing. From July 1 to 7, a total of 2,113 have arrived in Phuket under the program, the governor said. Phuket added two new local infections on Tuesday, bringing the total cases there to 755 during the third virus surge, according to the Provincial Public Health Office. It said 70% of the population have now received two doses of COVID-19 vaccine. Provincial health chiefs said outstanding groups, including students age 18 or more, will start getting their first doses this month. Other targets were students and workers who commute from Panya. Phuket authorities have banned entry of people from other provinces unless they have received two doses of Sinovac or one shot of the AstraZeneca vaccine at least 14 days earlier. Meanwhile, provincial police on Tuesday clarified details about three foreign visitors who went missing from the hotels they were meant to stay in for 24 hours. An American businessman returned to the US to attend to an urgent business matter, while a German man left his hotel to stay with his Thai wife in the province. A third visitor, an 83-year-old Norwegian man who reportedly suffered from dementia, became lost. Both he and the German were returned to their hotel. Police Colonel Tanet Sukchai, head of Phuket Immigration Office, said the visitors are required to stay at the hotels they had registered in to await the swab test results. I think it was inevitable this was bound to happen, that we were going to have an imported case from a vaccinated um, traveller. Now, as I mentioned before, what hasn't been mentioned by the Tourism Authority of Thailand or a lot of people is what exactly happens to you and your close contacts. So now we can see exactly what happens. The person who tested COVID positive is now taken to hospital and he will stay there probably for 14 days. Uh, this will hopefully be covered by his insurance and the 
tour group that he was with, all the close contacts, have been now taken to what they call Alternative State Quarantine, ASQ, uh, which is a, another hotel. It probably won't be as nice as the hotel they're staying in now. And they will probably spend up to 14 days there in quarantine, all because of one positive COVID case amongst their group. Um, I think the United Arab Emirates, the vaccine of choice there is Sinopharm from China. Uh, not the best of the best, but it's still not a bad vaccine. Uh, but these things can happen. And when you start traveling under this kind of a microscope by the Thai government, where they're testing you as much as they will be, there is an opportunity, a chance that you are going to turn up a positive result. And then there are the consequences to that positive result, and you need to be prepared for them. Uh, there is a big risk for people traveling to Thailand right now under this sandbox scheme. And it's something you need to very much consider. I mean, if you're in Europe right now in the UK or say Ireland or something, you want to travel to Europe, it's very easy. COVID test or fully vaccinated. That's it. There's going no multiple tests when you get there, free to do what you like. So you have to balance what are your reasons for traveling to Thailand and are they worth it if you turn up with a positive COVID test result. We all know that even if you are vaccinated, you can still get COVID. It just means you're probably not gonna get very sick, but you will have it and you can transmit it. So these things should be all taken into account. Um, it's good to see also in relation to people who tried to break the rules, uh, in, like in relation to the guy who tried to go see his wife down on Rawai the second he got here rather than stay uh, wait for his COVID test that the police and the uh, surveillance center were able to spot him that he had uh, broken uh, the rules and that there were systems in place to know that he has so that's actually a positive thing to know um, again hats off to the Phuket authorities for that their systems do work but for me all of this still is a little over the top right now um, I think from the majority of people and the comments that I've read over the last few weeks, I think a lot of people would not be interested in this kind of a scheme. And I think a lot of us agree that most people traveling right now are not the real tourists. They're probably people who've been stuck outside of Thailand and they've wanted to come back for a while. I, I would really doubt there's any genuine tourists in this sandbox model. Now, I could be wrong, but... I particularly think there's all they they have a uh, alternate reasons to be here. Let's say. Forensic doctor says COVID death toll may be higher. A forensic doctor at Ramatibadi Hospital of Mahadal University has observed that the number of deaths from COVID-19 reported by the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration in its daily briefings could be higher. In his Facebook post today, Assistant Professor Dr. Smith, Chief of the Forensic Laboratory in the Department of Pathology wrote, The situation is really severe. The number of patients and deaths seen were definitely not the actual figures. The doctor cited the swab tests on four victims who were sent to his forensic lab for examination to determine the actual causes of their death. He noted that the four cases were in just one day and the victims came from areas which are within the coverage of the hospital. Dr. Smith 
also said that most of the dead come from congested areas in Bangkok, such as National Housing Authority apartments, where several tenants were reported to be infected, but they are not being admitted due to shortages of hospital beds, adding that several of them could not even get a COVID test. He cited the case of a bed-stricken patient, who was infected by a family member and was totally unaware that he was infected until the dead family member was found to be infected during a test at the hospital. I think many people in slum communities don't know who among them is already infected because no authority has looked into their problem, the doctor said. At the hospital, where free COVID testing is still being provided to members of the public, Dr. Smith said he saw many people showing up at the hospital from 10pm to queue for tests the following day. He admitted that even at the hospital, forensic doctors could not conduct swab tests on all dead victims because they could not ask for a refund of their costs from victims who died before their arrival at the hospital. I think a lot of people in Thailand would not be shocked by that story. I think most of us believe that the numbers are the current daily numbers and current uh, death numbers are being managed on a daily basis and I think this doctor has kind of shone a light on this and uh, I think probably a lot more people do have COVID in the country like a lot of us think right now and there is a lot more people dying each day unfortunately. And our last featured story of today is in relation to the government not providing food for sealed construction worker sites causing mass desperation. Workers in lockdown are not being given food by the government as was promised, causing a desperate situation in construction camps, volunteers told the Thai Enquirer on Thursday. I have been to 11 camps and none of them are being helped, said Nira Tirakabun, the owner of Tumtum Samtum Patia and a representative of a food donation network. They cannot work, they do not have money, so they cannot buy food. We need to help them, he said by phone. In an effort to stop the spread of the Delta variant of the COVID-19 virus, the Thai government locked down construction work camps in Bangkok and surrounding provinces on June 28th. Military personnel have stood guard over some of these construction sites to ensure that no one gets out. The camps are sealed by government order until the end of July. The government said it would pay half the wages of the workers and that food and water would be provided as well. 100% of the places that we have visited are not getting food and water from the government, he said. Among 80,000 workers live in these camps and most of them are migrant workers. Many Thai workers left before the lockdown and returned home but there are a few alternatives for migrant workers. Most of the Thai workers have left and some migrant workers have left before the lockdown, but, but the majority of the migrant workers have nowhere to go and they cannot go home because they cannot travel between provinces, said a Thai contract who was in charge of two worker sites in Bangkok on the condition of anonymity. A contractor said about 700 to 800 workers worked at the sites before the lockdown. There are now 450 workers of whom 90% are migrant workers. For the two sites, the project and I are paying half for the food, but it's not enough, he said. I heard that this is also helping at other sites. And I'm very lucky that food donations are bringing food to help my workers because I can't afford to pay for all of them, he said. The contractor also said the promised 50% wages 
will only benefit those covered by the social security system, whereas most Thai and migrant employees are not covered. At the same time, migrant workers are not being tested for COVID at the two sites. Only Thai workers have been tested during the proactive testing here, but they have not tested the migrant workers, the contractor said. I want the government to help the migrant workers, because if we do not have them, Thailand will find it very hard to build anything because Thai people do not want to do this kind of labour anymore, he said. Where to begin with this story? It just shows the incompetence, the shameless way the government behave and treat people. People who have very little, who come to work in Thailand so they can send money home to their families. And they treat them worse than you would treat dogs. And they haven't even the decency to feed them, bring them water and take care of them. What kind of a government behaves like this? And I know I sound like I'm, I'm, I'm quite angry about it. Yes, I am, because people don't deserve this treatment. People don't deserve to be treated worse than animals. And I applaud the Thai Enquirer for putting this story out there, for people to see it, and for people to know what's going on in this country and how human beings are being treated. Because a big light needs to be shone on all this kind of stuff. And in my own small way, hopefully you guys out there will also see the way people are treated in this country. It needs to stop. And people like this, migrant worker, workers, need to be treated humanely. Treat them with some humanity. When I see stories like this, I, I, it generally upsets me because I, I just think that how can a government shut down these people from working, seal them into camps, not allow them out, not give them any food, not give them any water, don't pay them? What kind of people are they? I don't know. What do you guys think out there? What do you, what do you think about this kind of a situation, that a government would treat people this badly? I'd love to hear your opinions down below in the comment section, guys. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating. We are available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow.